Hello and welcome back to the second instalment of the Big Mouth Podcast. I'm joined again today by my co-host Sarah Cuddy to discuss all things the Smiths. So to kick things off, me and Sarah started talking about vinyl and some of our favourite Smiths albums. They're just amazing. I know. I can't. They're probably my favourite band and they're not even a band and haven't been for like yeah. 30 I, years. I find it mad as well how they literally were together. Was it between like 82 and 87, like for five years? Yeah, like five years. And they made that many songs? They made like 74, I think, in total. Really? Yeah. Seven, and they, only, they had four albums in that year. So they made like an album every year, which is quite a lot, really. I think it's five albums, you know. Or five, then I think if you include the rank, the live one. Uh, yeah, because well, like Hatful isn't um, Hatful of Horror isn't an album, is it? It's a it's a compilation, I think. Yeah. Uh, that's what but I really like that one. Yeah, I, I think that's probably it's so cool. It's like one of my faves. Like if I had to pick, like out of the albums and the collections of things, I'd probably pick that one. Well, don't you have the original thing as well, like an original vinyl? I do, I do actually. It was my dad's. I'm very, I'm very jealous. I'll admit. Got I do have one myself, but it's not an original. Yeah, this one—that's a bit of a shame, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. This one has got the sticker. Oh, like the yeah. Like when you buy it, and it has like the little sticker saying what songs it's got on it. Is it worth anything though? Have you ever looked like to see if it's actually worth anything? You know what? I don't know. And I think my dad would never probably sell it anyway because Yeah, I was gonna say it's a collectible. Yeah, it's just it's just a class a class vinyl, like you just don't even wanna get rid of it. But anyway. Well I've got three I've got three in total. I've got Hatful, Meat is Murder, and The Queen is Dead. Yeah. Oh what? what other ones you have strange ways, don't you? Yeah, anyway. Strange ways and Hatful. That's it, really. Still pretty cool, though. I want to get a Queen is Dead, but I feel like my dad's got that on, like, tape or something. Oh, right, yeah. So, I suppose it's weird now, because we have Spotify anyway. Like, <laughs> uh, I wish that, like, listening to vinyls was a lot more easier, if that makes sense, because I feel like, first of all, you've got to have a record player. It's expensive, actually, isn't it? expensive hobby and I have it is very expensive I have my own like box and my own vinyls like I have other ones but oh do you yeah it's just expensive unless you like go to a second hand one and you find a really good quality one it's yeah it's expensive well like 25 30 quid isn't it which is quite a lot to chuck it yeah one thing especially when you can just go on Spotify and it's just there for free anyway exactly exactly that's what but I think it's just, it's retro, isn't it? And it's nice to have. It is nice. And it's nice. Like the sound. Yeah, it is. Like a, be- a lot better quality. You feel a bit more like, I think when you play it, it feels more like real. I know that's. Yeah, cool. definitely. But, I don't know. I think it's really cool. No, me too. Me too. What song is that? Favourite song. I'll go with, go with go with current one at the moment. Current one right now is um I know it's over. 
Very nice. Yeah, like, a sad one as well. Sad one, yeah. I think what like draws me to it is the vocals in it. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like Morrissey's vocals, I think it's just like I just think the sound of it as well. It's really yeah, nice. It's just I can't even explain. I I listened to it last night. I keep listening to it and I was just like, I don't know what it is. You gotta repeat. Yeah, I was just like I know what you mean. I just don't know what it is about this song, but I just really like it. What about yours, like your current one? At the moment, I think it's probably... Do you know the Headmaster Ritual? That's probably my favourite at the moment. Because I really like the Meat is Murder album. Yeah. Thing is. I think that's probably my favourite one, I think. Really? So, and and Hatful, I, I like them both a lot. But yeah, I think I, Meat is Murder. I like Hatful. I'd probably say... I'd probably say Queen is Dead, just because... It's got... I know it's over. It's got my two favourite ones on it, basically. Oh, what's the other one? Uh, big mouth. So, oh, of course, of course. How's how? <laughs> the name of this podcast. Um. Yeah, and it's well, got frankly, Mr. Shankly on it, hasn't it? Yeah, a classic. That is a really good song as well. That's I love that one. I think the meat is murder one's interesting though because it is actually a massive political statement as well. It's not just yeah strictly for the music because they were all vegans, I think, at the time. Yeah, well, I'm vegetarian. She converted them all. Yeah. No, I'm vegetarian, so. Oh yeah. I, li- I don't think I could last. You know what? I thought that. I was like, um, like vegans, oh my god, no, that's just stupid. And then and then you gave it a go, yeah. I gave it a go and I was like, I'm doing it wrong, I'm not vegan. I still like, have like cheese, milk and all that. But <laughs> I can't, I just, I just that up. Yeah. 
the bus because she was too good. Um, and then I've just cut out meat and I've not even noticed it, to be honest. Really? No. In the first like month, it was a bit tricky. Like I had meat every now and again. Like when I was, I was gonna say, it'd be a bit hard to completely wipe it out. Yeah, it is hard, and then it's because my mum and dad are doing it as well. Like it makes it a lot easier. Oh really? That's good. It was actually my dad's idea to do it. You're all in the same boat. Yeah, so it's a lot easier, but I, I won't go back to eating meat now. Definitely not. Wow, that's a big statement, and you're on the record as well, so... Uh, we've got witnesses now. <laughs> it's on a podcast. You're officially bound. I know, I know. Um, I'm trying to think but what about uh, some of your other favourites? What, what else do you like? Um, I'd say there's got to be the classics, like Girlfriend in a Coma. That's obviously one that springs to mind um, immediately. Love. Um, some girls are bigger than others. Yes. It's a classic. Do you know Pan- Panic as well? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that one. It's such good songs. Uh, another one. I just think... Oh, sorry. Go on. No, you go. You go. I just think it's timeless, though. All these songs. I don't think I'll ever get bored of them. I, think that's- I know. That's what I mean. I don't think they're ever going to get old. No, and I think... I don't think anyone could ever make anything anywhere, like, any... like. Well, this is the thing, because I've tried to find bands like them, or similar to them, but I never can. Mm. I can never find one that's, like, comparable. No, I, I completely understand. I feel like... The... There's just nothing nothing similar to it and it's a shame in a way but it's same but that's why I think that's why they stand out so much and that's why they're so yeah exactly they want has ever sounded like them and I don't think anyone ever will I think like I said before like none of the songs bore me I would easily listen to any of their songs like there is not one that I don't like that's the thing I think it's a shame though because I'd I'd really want to see what they could make now do you know what I mean or had they not broke up when they did if they carried on going for a few more years just to see what other stuff they came up with but and I think would it would it have just turned like pear shaped if they carried on yeah or would it have just literally continued to grow yeah yeah because I think you know four or five albums they've got in five years that's quite a lot like that's quite a lot of work and to be touring in between it as well but still making it music I think I think that's what it was. I think it just took its toll. Yeah, and they just... I think they were just thriving in that time. And I think... I don't know. Maybe they just thought, well, let's just make as many as we can. Let's just, like, release everything that we want to release. Or maybe they just peaked too early. Like, it just got too much too soon. Oh, my God, yeah, that's true. And because they were so young as well, I think it probably just got too much of them. Yeah, like... Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't think I could handle it now. Like, 
Yeah, that's literally like we're eighteen. Like that's us. If we were like world famous now, the pressure to write songs and stuff, I don't think I could handle it. Me either. Just too much. <laughs> In a rather bizarre turn of events, Sarah goes on to discuss how Morrissey is allegedly still a virgin. Well, um, but everyone thinks he's like a virgin, like he's not. Oh yeah, the celibacy and all that. But he actually has. Who do they know who it is though? Is it, or is it just a? Is it a closely guarded secret? Basically, what happened? No one knows like who it was or whatever. I think it was when he was younger. I know. Uh, right. He, after he did it, he was like, apparently he said to someone, I just really didn't enjoy it and I won't be doing that again. And then that's... Really? That's when he became, you know... Oh, my God. What, what's it called? Celibate? Celibate, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, it's uh, interesting. He's such a weird character. Yeah. You expect anything less, really, when you think about it. I know. But I think, but, it, I think with him, though... It's interesting that he didn't... Because I know, like, for example, Johnny Marr said with the Smiths, it got to a point where he was just drinking too much when they were on tour and, like, when they became so famous. And I know the bassist did heroin <laughs> as well on tour, stuff like that, that Morrissey didn't get him any of that side of things. You know, like, I just think it's weird how he's so principled. <laughs> Now, me and Sarah just have a little brief discussion about Whamcast. Yeah, Whamcast, I uh, um, don't know if any of you have heard, but released their first episode a few days after we released ours. And there was a bit of a negative vibe coming from them towards us, and we're not sure why, you know, we're just getting on with our own podcast, you know. Well, don't get me wrong, we did, we did, we said a few things about them, but... They were just horrible. It was below the belt. Yeah, below the belt is what I Too low, and it was too close to home, too near the bone. Definitely. Not only that, but they have this thing called Whamka of the Week, and they've decided to put us in that... Do you know why that is, though? Why? Because they see us as a threat to them. That's what it is. Yes. Oh, my God. We're just threatening their, their little podcast, you know. Yeah.